So why the hell should you listen to me about sex, love, relationships, or anything for that matter? (laughs) Shit, I don't know. All I know is that people love talking to me. They tell me all about their sex lives and their relationships and then ask me my opinion on it. So today on our first podcast, we're going to dive deep into my own shit. I mean, really, let's just start there and then you can decide whether you want to listen. This is Sex, Love, Whiskey, a real talk, say whatever, dope-ass podcast hosted by yours truly, Leah Lynette. While we chat, I'll share which delicious whiskey is keeping my ass company. So stay with me as we dive into relationships, situationships, sex, love, lust, lies, and everything in between. Before we dive right into it, guys, let's talk about this whiskey that is gracing my glass this evening. So today's spotlight is going to be on bullet bourbon, um, which is, you know, a type of whiskey. It's actually from our great neighbors to the north in Kentucky. And why do I like this whiskey? Well, I like it because it's good neat, it's good on the rocks, and if you just can't drink it straight, no worries. Pair it with a Coke or even like a vanilla Coke, and it's really, really good, guys. It's clean, it's smooth, it has notes of oak, maple, and nutmeg, and it's topped off with a nice, light, toffee flavor. So if you're not into dark liquors, this is a great one to start with, you know, get your feet wet. Let's get into it. So I am Leah Lynette. I am a 36-year-old female from the South. I identify as heterosexual, but you know... That's questionable, I guess, to some people. (laughs) Let's say that I have dipped my toes into the lady pond a time or two, but I do not consider myself bisexual. Why? Because bisexual to me means that you will be in a relationship with a man and a woman. And I just can't see myself being in an actual committed, full, wholehearted relationship with the woman. Not that anything is wrong with that. Hey, love who you want to love in my Ray J voice, but it's just not for me, right? So I am currently in a 14-year relationship. 14-year relationship. That's right. No marriage, no engagement, no living together, Um, but it's great. And we'll come back to that. I am divorced. Um, I was engaged or got engaged the day of my high school graduation. Complete red flag. Too young, but didn't want to listen to anybody. So if you're out there and you're listening to this and you are young and in love, just wait. Don't get married. I would not advise it. So engaged the day I graduated from high school. 
Um, got married a year later at 19. Got pregnant at 20. Gave birth at 21. Got divorced at 22. That is the story of my life. <laughs> now, prior to marriage, I was what I would consider a serial dater. My mom even called me the Black Widow. And if you don't know or not familiar with Black Widow Spider, Google that shit. So I went from relationship to relationship, and it actually took me years and my current boyfriend to, to tell me for it to sink in that, you know, I always had a boyfriend. I was never really alone. Now, for me, that was something hard to come to grips with because, you know, I'm this fierce, independent, don't need a man, good with my girls, good all by myself type female. And then, like, he called me out. And that's why I love him. He called me out and he was like, hey, but you ain't never been alone, though. And so I had to sit and reflect and own it. And I'm like, damn. You're right. I've really never been alone. I've always been in a relationship, always had a boyfriend, and always had a just-in-case. And just-in-case is, you know, your backup plan. The one that's always waiting, chilling in the background for you to drop the one that you have and, you know, come get with him. But to really understand me and my relationships and the point of view that I have, you have to go back to when I was a teenager. Yes, even before the teen that got married, my introduction to sex was actually through sexual abuse. Um, I was raped when I was 16 years old, and that was my introduction to sex, right? So for me, that caused all kinds of issues, all kinds of problems um, with my self-esteem, with my trust, with the way that I love not only others, but myself. Um, it caused me to have an unhealthy relationship with sex, with men, um, with everyone, honestly, because for me, Sex equaled power. And the way that I thought that I could get my power back, um, the way that I thought that I could not be vulnerable or not be put into that situation anymore was, you know, basically to be a hoe. <laughs> but a selective hoe. I just wasn't out here. But, you know, I equated sex with power. So for me, I used men. You know, I use them to make myself feel better. So it was actually very weird if I liked you or if I was into you, I didn't want you to touch me. I didn't want to have sex with you. I didn't want any type of intimacy with you because, again, I equated intimacy, sex with something that was dirty, something that was aggressive, something that stole my power away. So if I didn't like you, if I was just trying to use you or you were a player, I like to flip the script and, you know, be aggressive. Because for me, 
that was getting my power back. But that's a whole different topic, a whole nother podcast. And we'll, you know, address that later on. So I kept re-abusing myself, right? Because I saw myself then as a victim. Um, so I re-abused myself with this mentality of let me claim my power back by having sex with whoever I wanted to have sex whenever I wanted to because that was empowering um, for me at the time. I blamed myself as a lot of um, sexual abuse people do, right? Because you play in your mind that, oh, I shouldn't have been there. I shouldn't have put myself in that position or I could have prevented this or did I wear something? Did I say something that made this person, you know, do this to me? And they were someone that I considered my boyfriend at the time or that I was quote in love with at the time. And um, he did this while under the influence of some narcotics and not only did he rape me he also allowed his friend to so that was very traumatizing for me and the fact that I can talk about it without crying without breaking down um, now is a testament to how far I've come but like I said we'll dive into that into um abuse and sexual assault in a later podcast right so after that um uh relationship which was also physically abusive I dove directly into a relationship with someone that I thought was my knight in shining armor right that's why they tell you do not get into a serious relationship after you have come out of an abusive relationship um because he was my captain Savo. <laughs> let's just be honest okay and that is who I ended up marrying like could I be more of a cliche right But because I came out of something that was so traumatic and so difficult, I was oblivious to the red flags. It cloaked his flaws. It cloaked his issues, you know? And when you compared them, I'm like, oh, no, he's not that bad of a guy. And we as women... I think we do that a lot because we come out of something bad and we're in a very vulnerable state. We go to the next person and we don't realize that they're not what you need either because in comparison, they're so much better, right? This person is awesome. He's saving me. He's taking me away from this horrible situation that I was in. And and that was my ex-husband for me, I didn't see this motherfucker had so many issues. <laughs> it was really, really sad. So I went from being physically abused and sexually abused in a relationship to being emotionally and verbally abused. And yes, that is still abuse, guys. And sometimes that can hurt worse than physical abuse. I can dodge a punch. 
You know, I can take a good lick. We can fight each other. But what I can't escape and what you can't dodge is the words, the emotional abuse, the verbal abuse from someone. Right. Um, And I felt that that relationship was actually leading to physical abuse. So none of this happened, honestly, until after we got married. And people say, oh, Leah, you must have just didn't see it. Well, yeah, I was young, dumb, full of calm. You know how it goes. Um, And I didn't. I saw it, but I chose to ignore it because this was my captain's safe hole. And I was going to get married because we were in love and there was nothing that you could tell me about it. Right. So when we got married, I started to see a different side of him. He was verbally abusive, called me out of my name. He allowed his friends to disrespect me. And when I say disrespect, like, I don't know any grown man that is going to allow one of his friends to ask them, you know, when were they going to let you fuck your wife? Yeah, so that happened on a regular basis. His friends would be very sexually um, aggressive towards me and he would not like protect me or speak up or anything like that. But you can see all of that on an episode of Divorce Court because, yes, we were on Divorce Court. <laughs> Don't ask me why. That's another episode. But... Once I figured out that, you know, this was not a good situation for me and it wasn't that deep into the marriage, I was going to leave. But lo and behold, found out I was pregnant. So I'm the type of chick, I'm always like, hey, I do not want to be a statistic. So I do not want to be that single mama out here raising a child on her own. Let's do everything in the world to make this relationship last. My parents have currently been married for what, 51 years? So that's what I knew. You know what I mean? I never saw them fight. I know that they had disagreements. I'm sure they fought, but they never did it in front of the kids, right? So that was my model. That's what I aspired to. If you get married, it's for keeps. So I did everything that I thought I was supposed to do in order to keep my marriage together. But guess what? It didn't work. You can't have a relationship, you can't fix a relationship when the person you're with doesn't want to fix it or doesn't think that there's anything to fix. And guys, while I was pregnant, which was supposed to be the most beautiful um, experience for a woman, I was so excited. It was not, unfortunately. While I was pregnant, my husband actually kind of got worse with a verbal um, abuse. I was all kind of bitches and hoes. And let me just tell you about one particular night. I was a pharmacy technician at the time. So I came home late um, around 11 during the week, tired, had been on my feet. Um, I was roughly four or five months pregnant, um, but I had a big baby. He was huge. Um, But I digress. I get home. There's people there partying. Um, I just wanted to rest. And that was not 
his idea of what I should have done when I came home. So I was called all kind of bitches and I don't like his friends and I need to bring my ass back out there and entertain them. So I sat on the couch for a little bit and I guess that wasn't sufficient for him. He actually ended up dragging me. Now this is in January in Tennessee, so it is cold. Um, I'm barefoot. He drags me by my hair outside the door and pushes me outside and locks me out there, right? Pregnant, his wife with his baby. Just so happened I had my phone on me in my pocket, so I called my parents to come and get me. That was not a pretty scene. My dad is a cop, so you can imagine how that went down, right? Um, so that's my pregnancy. I spent most of the time pregnant on my parents' futon, on a futon in my parents' home. Um, that's not what I had imagined. That's not what I thought my marriage was going to be. But it is what it is. Even after all of that, I went back. Yes, stupid as hell. I went back because, again, in my brain, I was not going to be a cliche. I had to make this marriage work. I had to make it work for my child, right? Give it all I can. Well, I gave it all I can, and that just was not good enough. So we got a divorce. When we got a divorce, I met my current boyfriend and was not really looking for anything. No type of relationship, just wanted, you know, some good sex because I had been married and deprived of good sex for a few years and it was time for me to get back to me, right? <laughs> so we met and our relationship honestly was strictly sexual at first, but found myself falling in love with him, of course, and here we are today. Um, in that relationship, this new relationship, I brought a lot of baggage. I'm talking about all the bags in the world. Bag lady was talking about me, right? All this baggage, all this hurt from high school, from teenagers, from being raped, to being abused, to being verbally assaulted. Um, I brought all of that into the relationship to a good man. And ladies, let me tell you this. You can run a really good man off with what you bring into a relationship that has nothing to do with him. I found myself punishing him for things that were done to me in the past that he had absolutely nothing to do with. But in my mind, I was saying, oh, I'm protecting myself. Oh, oh, I'm not going to be vulnerable. I'm not going to allow myself to feel these things because I was hurt. And I think we do that a lot, not just women, but people in general. And that's not fair to the current relationship, right? To the person um, that we're with. But I'm honestly just grateful and thankful that I had one that saw potential in me. He saw me before I knew who I was. And it sounds like a horrible Hallmark 
fucking card, but it, it's the truth. And he hung in there with me. Look, I gave that man problems. I gave him hell, right? Hence why we've been together for 14 years, almost 14 years, and is not married or not engaged. Because guess what? I was in marriage material. Now, that is tough for me to say, but I can say it now. Looking back at the time, I thought I was a dime. And what did life say? Don't be a nickel out here chasing a dime. I was a nickel. Hell, I was a penny. On the outside, I was all beautiful and copper. And the inside wasn't worth shit because I had not dealt with my own issues, had not dealt with my feelings and brought all of that into the relationship. And I am so glad that he just stood by me and saw that, hey, there's a better person or there's somebody else in there um, that I see. And I'm I'm grateful for that because I wasn't y'all. I I was not the type of person that he should have married. When everybody was saying, oh, y'all been together two, three years, you know, why aren't y'all married? Hell, it was my fault. He took that heat, but it was my fault. I'll say it. It was my fault. I was not the type of person that, you know, he should have married because I was not in a good space. Right. But now we're good. All is good in the hood, and we love each other, and all that mushy shit. So, all of that to say, this is me. This is Leah Lynette. This is who I am. My life is messy. It's been sticky. It's been horrible. It's been great, but it's been worth it. And I've learned a lot. I've experienced a lot. And I'm here to help. So now that you've been all up in my shit and you know my messy past, maybe you'll feel a little bit more comfortable sharing your life, your experience with me. I am so down for answering questions in our Ask Leah section. If you have any questions or need advice on sex, love, relationships, or anything in between, feel free to contact me at Leah at Sex lovewhiskey.com Coming up next on Sex, Love, Whiskey we're talking body count your past sex partners do they matter? should you ask? when should you ask? let's get into it 